Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Midlife AF. I'm really excited. Very unusual for us to have a guy on the potty and I might change that that soon. Um, But this week we've got Mr. Anthony Hammond who is running an event this October called Pub With No Booze. And I'm going to hand over now to myself and Anthony and he can tell you all about it. If you're a woman in midlife whose intuition is telling you that giving booze the elbow might be the next right move, then Midlife AF is the podcast for you. Join counsellor, psychotherapist, this naked mind and grey area drinking alcohol coach Emma Gilmore for a weekly natter about parenting quirky teens, menopause, relationships and navigating this thing called midlife alcohol free. If you're feeling that life could be so much more, that you're sick and tired of doing all the things for everyone else, if your intuition is waving her arms manically at you saying it could all be so much easier if we didn't have to keep drinking, come with me. Together we'll find our groove without booze. I lovingly acknowledge the Boonarung people of the Kulon Nation as the custodians of Kurt Barok. I share my admiration for the Aboriginal culture. I witness the connection that they have for each other and the land and their community. As I swim in the waters and walk on the land, I feel the power of this place. I'm grateful for the Aboriginal people's amazing custodianship, the power, beauty and the healing potential of this place. I wish to pay special respects to the elders of the Boonarong people. Their wisdom, guidance and support are exceptional and felt well beyond the Aboriginal community. I honour that this is Aboriginal land and that it has never been ceded. I am committed to listening to the Aboriginal community and learning how I can be an active ally in their journey to justice. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We're going to make this into a podcast afterwards as well. So I'll get that out as soon as we can. There we go. Hello. Lovely to see you on this beautiful day. Hi, Marcia. Yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Thanks for joining us, Anthony. I'm so pleased you're here. Um, Thank you for having me. Ah, no problem at all. We, um, I wanted to get Anthony along because um, I, he's, he is the owner of, I think, how many pubs do you own, Anthony? Two. 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 So yeah, the Builders Arms Hotel in Fitzroy yeah. and the Victoria Hotel in Footscray. Yeah, amazing. And um, I, I came across Anthony quite a while ago, actually, because I think I've met with a few different people and there was some, Amy was holding some events yeah. um with um dry but wet and anthony's um business and it's also very local pub to me and um i absolutely love the pub because it has such an amazing array of no and low alcohol alternative drinks as well as you know your regular drinks and provides a really inclusive lovely space for everybody thank you very um, and particularly yes it's a gorgeous it's a gorgeous pub it's a real traditional pub as well isn't it and your food's amazing we went there for thank father's you. day lunch it was delicious, <laughs> it was delicious. Thank you. um 
And uh, the reason I wanted to get Anthony to come on and talk with us is he has been holding an event for three years. This is the third year, right? Uh, it's, it's over the last sort of 12 months, but it's the third stage of the event. Third iteration yeah. of the event yes. um, called Pub With No Booze. And I'm very excited about this October and, you know, it's very famous normally, Sober October. And I thought it would be really fun to kind of talk about how we can have a dry, sober, alcohol-free October without it having to be boring and dull, which sometimes that word brings about that feeling from people. And so I thought I'd bring Anthony on to tell us a bit about himself, his story. So I'll get him to introduce himself and tell us a bit about his story, a bit about the pub and then a bit about the event as well. So anyone who's looking to come along, I'm taking as well a group with um, Greg from um, oh, Boosbury Dad yes. and um, Anita as well, who's a Sober Rebellion. We're going to pull together a group as well. So if anyone's alone and they want to come with other people, they can always come with us um, under Intoxicated and um, Kappa. So over to Anthony, who can tell you all about the event and how to get your tickets and all the rest Beautiful. Of it. All right. Thanks very much, Emma. I, I suppose I'll, I'll just I'll just give a, a quick rundown of 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 how um, pub with no, no booze came about, um, and it sort of it ties very much into into my story. And and uh, two and a half years ago, um, I I realised that probably before well before that, but two and a half years ago, I decided that I needed some help to get. Um, to understand my relationship with alcohol, which became extremely problematic, um, I was um, I was a daily drinker and 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 was starting very early in the morning, um, and and had become a, a, a real problem um, personally, professionally, um, and in my familial life. Um, I I entered a rehabilitation um, facility at that point and. Um, because I, I I needed I needed to be removed from from that problem, um, and yeah. had that problem removed from me. So, what um what I did is I you know I went to a, re, a, a residential facility, um where they were able to help me understand my relationship with alcohol and you know and, and the maladaptive behaviours that I developed over my adult life and you know when I say adult life probably probably from the age of 16 yeah when I um when I first started drinking and um and all that sort of thing so um through that um you know I'm now two and a half years sober congratulations um, thank you thank you which is a an interesting place for a publican to be in <laughs> yes. um especially you know I'm a second generation publican so my parents were publicans as well yeah. Um, so I grew up in pubs from the age of one year old. The day before my first birthday, my parents moved into their first pub. So my my real formative years were spent um, was spent in that environment, living upstairs yeah. at the pub at different pubs, and and you know all my parents' friends were publicans. My um, some of my uh, cousins are publicans. My uncles and aunties are publicans. So I was really surrounded by that um, from a very early age. Whether or not that's informed how you know I drank or or, or my relationship with alcohol, I think it I think it really normalised the idea yeah. of alcohol for me. Yeah. And then moving into you know early adulthood, 
uh, joining a local football team in, in regional Victoria. Um, they sort of really became my, um, for better or worse, they, they became my role models on how I saw life as an adult man, or, you know, a young adult man. And, and alcohol played a very big part of that. Um, and it was, it was really championed, you know, how much yeah. you drank, how often you drank. Um, you know, it was very much in that, in that way. And, you know, again, uh, that's not why I, I yeah. developed issues with alcohol. Um, but it, it was probably a way of, you know, of how I was, how I saw the world, yeah. you know, yeah. in effect. You know, there's definitely no blame for any of those no. organisations or for, or for how I grew up, but it was definitely coloured how I saw people interact, um, yeah. how I saw you were meant to be a, a, grow up to be a man, yeah. um, especially in regional, you know, in, in a regional area where alcohol was very much the centre of, of the community. Yeah. Um, okay. So after, you know, I, I drank very, very heavily, um, you know, drugs are yeah. part of, of what I went through. But, you know, very much, you know, I got in the hospitality industry and things sort of snowballed from there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm very grateful and I, I count myself extremely lucky that um, my beautiful wife was able to, um, I get emotional when I talk about it, um, um, was very courageous yeah. in, in helping me get yeah. help. Um, and... I suppose seeing that that I was ill. Yeah. So I just take a moment to compose myself. That's seeing fine. that I was That's ill fine. and I was um and I was worth sticking by. Yeah. Which I know a lot of people don't have. So extremely lucky and grateful for yeah. that. Hmm. No, you're right. Um, I, it's an emotional subject matter, Anthony. Take your time. It's it is. It is. Um, <laughs> And and it's more, um, you know, I think that emotion is more grat gratitude than yeah. um, than sadness. Yeah, and I think you're right you know, as well. One of the lucky it's ones. it's um, I listen to so many human, beautiful human beings at the moment who are going through a really tough time at home and just feeling so isolated and mm. alone and feeling so bad about themselves and. It's such a tough place to be in and to have somebody um, see the, you know, the core of you, the essence of you and know that you, you know, what you are as your real self and be able to kind of love and see you through that is a really, you know, beautiful thing. So I, I totally empathise with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. it's absolutely amazing and, and very special. Um, and as I said, extremely courageous yeah. by my wife, you know, for yeah. the the trauma that, that she had been through, and 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 just the uncertainty mm. that um, that and, and chaos that I created, every, yeah. you know, sort of every day at the end. So, um, but you know, that sort of led me to a crisis of identity in my um, in my working life because yeah. I'd been. I'd, I'd owned um, restaurants and, and pubs and worked in, you know, big pubs and stuff for basically all of my adult life. So my life and my being had been very much intertwined with alcohol. Um, and so I got out of rehab and I'm sort of, well, who am I now? Yeah, yeah. You know, who am, oh, am I now? And can I actually be 
sober and do my job and be good at it because yeah. I thought it was about, you know, that that's what my identity was. So um, again, with the, with the help and, and, um, and perseverance of my beautiful, courageous <laughs> wife, who I believe has joined on this. So, oh. darling, um, oh. <laughs> that, um, you know, she was able to help me explore what it is to be a sober person in the hospitality space. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't see many of. No. You know, I, I, there are there are some out there, but there there is not a lot of. They're not very visible. Yes. Um, and also the. Um, the whole idea in hospitality that you play hard, you work hard, you play hard, and at the end yeah. of the day, you you wind down by having a drink. That's that. Um, That's exactly. Um, which was just ingrained yeah. in in my yeah. psyche. So, for me, then it was it started out as a Melbourne Food and Wine Festival event. Unfortunately, during COVID, everything was so uncertain, and it got cancelled, which yeah, I sort that. of yeah. deflated me a bit. But yeah. you know, again, the response that we got was so encouraging that I thought, well, shit, there's got to be something to this. Yes. And there's got to be, um, there, there's enough people that are interested in it. Um, there's enough people that are that are wanting to, that are reevaluating their relationship with alcohol. It may not have got to the point that I got to. And I, you know, and this isn't about sobriety at yeah. all, the public no booze. It's just about being mm. inclusive mm. and giving people the option yeah. and showing people there are that there are these great options to not have to consider so you felt that you may have you had to to enjoy yourself That's exactly um, right. so the, the whole idea of, of public no booze is that this is a, a to show you that we can get together and enjoy ourselves without yeah. getting on the grog That's it. That's it. Without being inebriated. So, um, and look, what I've found, Emma, is, is that the, the connectivity that I searched for at the pub when I was drinking, yeah. I've actually found now not drinking. So interesting you say that. I, I find it fascinating because when I'm working with people at the moment, that's one of our, you know, the big things that people are worried about. They're like, um, so, you know, how am I going to connect with my friends? What's it going to be like? You know, what if, does that mean I'm never going to be able to go to the pub again? And yeah. all of these kind of worries, which makes sense, right? But yeah, like you say, it's so, it's so nice to be able to, you know, get an, an evening out, un, you know, under your belt without drinking in one of like, I mean, this is the perfect opportunity, but to get something under your belt without it and then realize that actually it wasn't the booze that was yeah. helping you connect to people it was it was actually the environment and the people and you know the actual conversations that you're having and and traditionally that's what the pub was yeah the pub was a meeting place where you would have, you know, you'd meet up with your mates after work you'd, you'd go there with your family you'd watch the footy you do all these things that and unfortunately, sometimes alcohol can blur that. And, yes. you know, like you, what you're saying, you know, for me, I could go to the pub and I could be in a pub of a thousand people. I yeah. could still be isolated. Yes, 100%. You know, um, and now what I've found is that, you know, over the last two and a half years of being sober, I can actually connect with people in a way that I never connected before. Yeah. 
and that is, um, you know, even my friends that I've had for 20 or 30 years, yeah. I can be connected with them where it's mind-blowing. It really is. Beforehand, it was, you know, it was like, you know, the first, before the first, you know, in the first three beers, you might have got a bit of conversation yeah. out. And then it was just about, oh, geez, you put a bit of weight on. Yeah. Or, you know, just your footy team's going shit house, or you know, you didn't get a kick on the weekend, or, or, or whatever it might have been. You know, that banter that men yeah. um, indulge in is actually rude. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love the, the, that. Yeah, the connection had broken down after three beers. Yes. And it was actually about hanging shit on each other, which. Yeah. Isn't that nice, no. really? No. Whereas now I can be interested in people. I can yeah. know what their wife does, what their husband does. I can remember their wife and husband's yes. names, as opposed <laughs> to just going, oh, you know, the the, the ball and chain or whatever. Yeah. But you know, like for me now, and and the last two events that we've done um, for Public No Boost have been so great in being able to connect with people where there is no alcohol around. Okay, That's where it. there's no alcohol around you don't have to be worried about picking up someone else's beer or, or doing whatever you just it's a really safe space mm. for people mm. to explore all these options without maybe feeling that they're at the pub and they go oh geez, i don't really want to drink but if i ask for a non-alcoholic beer everyone's going to know that i'm not drinking right so with this it's sort of there is no drinking yeah so there's no, no one's going to be looking at you going Oh well, Jez Anthony's not having a drink tonight. Something's wrong with him, yeah. and so no one's doing it. Yes. So you can explore it. You can explore the whole idea from a space of of safety. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, and, and that for me in early sobriety, that was really big. I was scared shitless about picking up a drink. Yeah. Um, you know, I I might be a bit of a conundrum to some people in the fact that I do work in a the you know, in, in the yeah. pub industry, um, but now through, you know, through ever vigilance and, and doing, you know, a lot of things, um, you know, I'll, I'll be very transparent, I'm part of a 12-step program, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which which works for me, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I, you know, I do things like gratitude lists for the morning, I do meditation, um, you know, I speak with other people in the, in the same fellowship and, and that really keeps me grounded mm -hmm. and, and keeps me aware mm -hmm. of the fact that, my problems are, are with alcohol and drugs were very deep seated, so I can yeah. never go back there. Yeah. One drink yeah. is, you know, the, the old, the old, you know, one drink's too many, a hundred's never yeah. enough. Yeah. There's probably a thousand with me. Um, but now that I can see unbridled joy in my life, you know, yeah. especially through my family, through my two children, and through my wife, that in the past, that joy was how much grog I can get into my system or how many drugs I can get in my, into my system okay. had a finite time because yeah. at some point the drugs and the alcohol, there was none left or yeah. I had to go to bed. Now riding, you know, having my kids ride their bikes and, you know, reading yeah. to them and just doing all these things that I never had the, the want to do because of my issues, my, my and yeah, yeah. drug and alcohol addiction. Yeah, yeah. I can now do those things and yeah. feel that joy, which is so much better than any drug or, or drink I ever had. Yeah. Uh, and it's free. That's it. Wow. Wow. I love that you say that. Because it takes you know? a while, doesn't it? To I mean, I know for me, when I stopped drinking, it was, um, I, 
to begin with, and I hear quite a lot of my clients talking about this as well, I really empathise with it. It was like, you know, it's it feels really boring, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. why this this you know, it feels boring, contentment feels like ordinariness. You're on the sort of highs and lows of mm. um alcohol and drugs and and it yeah. takes a little while sometimes for you to start to see that sort of like the joy in everyday life, but it does come, doesn't it? That's been my experience as well. Absolutely, Emma, and I think one of the things that a friend, a good girlfriend of mine who's about 18 months sober, nearly two years sober, she's sort of, we talk about how life can be beige, right? Yeah. And, and, but that's okay. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so much better than the chaos. Yes. The, 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 that permeated every aspect of my life previously. Yes. Um, I can accept. I can accept beige, because life is. Hopefully, you know, a long lifetime means that there will be a lot of beige. That's you know, it. There's a lot of washing the dishes. There's doing the laundry. <laughs> there's taking the dog for a walk. You know, it's not all. Um, it's not all rock concerts and footy grand finals. Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, yeah. So, you know, accepting that and knowing that that is a part of everyone's life has helped me to be able to rein in my expectations of what exciting is. Yeah. Um, you know, went away with our, with um, you know, my wife and, and, the, and our two boys went away. We went skiing, right? We're talking about a nearly eight, nearly four-year-old going down these crazy little green runs with all of us, the four of us, that yeah. filled my heart with That's... so much joy. You know, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I would have told you that was the most boring thing that could have ever happened to me. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. That's right. And so for me to be able to, to do that now um, and find that joy, yeah. that's mind-blowing for me. Like, yeah. That's an absolute 100%. miracle. And... and, and you know, I, I find that that lack of, um, you know, I'm still a selfish narcissist, you know, most probably. I don't think they'll ever get cured of that. But being <laughs> able to see what I can do for other people and not be such a selfish twat all the time yeah. is something that, um, you know, for me is is a is a spirituality in a way. Yeah. Um, that you know, I'm not. I don't run the universe. I don't need to run the universe. I thought I did back in the day. Yeah. Really exhausting. Um, yes. And, you know, not everything's got to work out my way. You know, I can see, I can be compassionate. I can be loving. I can be patient. I can be tolerant towards people now who, in the past, I would have just either walked past and not given a second thought to yeah. or um, just brushed off. Just going, yeah. no, I'm too busy for you. I'm too important for you. Yeah. Um, you know that was that was that real high ego, low self-esteem that people talk mm. about at times. And you know now it's an esteemable act, an esteemable act to make me know that I'm a good person. It's opening the door for someone, yeah. letting letting yeah. someone cross the road in front of me in the car. Mm. Um, you know picking up dog poo when I'm walking the dog instead of just leaving it and going, oh who cares? Yeah. Um, you know all these little things that I do now make me actually feel really good about myself instead of going, I live, I'm such a fearful, scared little boy, which I was, you know, even up in, you know, when I was 46 when I got sober, that when I went to the pub, I had to say to my mates, geez, you you know, geez, you look shit out. What did you do with your hair? You know, I don't have to put people down now to feel better about myself. And that's huge. Yeah, I can just 
be accepting of yep. people. I can yeah. accept myself now, which was something I could never do. That's so, um, yeah, so anyway, back to pub with no booze. Yes. I keep I, think, I keep worrying that I'm falling out of frame. I probably am. You're fine. You're, no, you're totally yeah. fine. Don't worry. Um, but there's, um, you know, so pub with no booze, you know, what we do is we strip the pub out of grog yep. um, and everything there is non-alcoholic, you know, beer, wine, yep. spirits, um, um, alternate wines, um, you know, things that, that you would normally drink alcoholically, you know, with alcohol in them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we want to show people that the pub is an inclusive place. Yes. It's a place where you can come and feel comfortable. Yeah. You can come and feel safe in whatever choice you make. Yeah. Um, you know, ideally, um, you know, this is, you know, this is just something where people just might crack open that door. Yeah. Of sort of, oh, oh. Okay, Maybe. well, I can yeah. come and try 60 or 70 products. They're all good. I can guarantee that to you. Um, they're all good products. They're made by people who care. Yes. And people that get it, the people in a non-alcoholic um, beverage space really yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, you know, they understand that this might be someone at my end of the, of the spectrum or someone who's just sort of going, oh, you know what, maybe I just just don't want to drink as much cog as what I used to. Yes. So I'll yes. Pick up a, a four pack of heaps normal, or you know, I'll try this. You know, I'll try you know non, which is one yeah. of my favourite non-alcoholic. I love products, non you know. too. It's my favourite. Oh, Marcia's just said she's just buying tickets now. That's so oh, well, cool. Yeah, well done, cool. Marcia. Good work, Marcia. Well That's done. Awesome. <laughs> um, so we've convinced someone there. Yeah. Um, but you know, like for for me, it it really is about. You know, like with the pubs, alcohol, non-alcoholic, doesn't matter. They live along side by yeah. you know, side by side with each other. You know, this event that we do do, which, you know, as I said, we strip all the grog out, it, it's to give people a safe space to explore it. That's really what's behind the whole idea of, of pub with no booze um, at the Victoria Hotel. Give people a safe space to explore yeah. it. There is no judgment. No one will judge you. No one's drinking. Um, so people aren't on different levels. That's perfect. You know, um, so what will yeah, what just sort will of, the day be like, Anthony? So we get there. What so, what time does it open, and what's sort of happening? Yeah. So um, with that, with that, it's um, it starts at three o'clock. Yeah. Right. And goes through till so that and that's the the tasting's just straight on. So yeah. we go three o'clock till seven o'clock is the tasting, yeah. and we're open till eight o'clock. Um, but that's just sort of so that there's a bit of a wind down. Yeah. Matt Wilkinson's going to be doing the food. Oh, brilliant. So if people are familiar with Matt Wilkinson, he's a fantastic chef. He's a wonderful person. Oh. Um, he's a really great mate of mine and he's come on with us to um, sort of, you know, just help us out with that food idea of it because, yeah. again, I think the non-elk space is a really great place to be able to, you know, uh, uh, to show everything. Yeah. So, you know, it's not just about propping yourself up at the bar and drinking beer um, yeah. because that, that little addiction or that little, um, uh, what is it, the little um, receptors that pick up all the dopamine yeah, yeah. when you drink the alcohol doesn't get switched on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't get switched on. So being able to go, all oh, right, there's food there, you know, um, Lady Langers is going to come and do, you know. I'm so excited about us. that. You know, just... Sh so that people can see that this is a is a possibility. Yes. 
you know, it's you're not just a boring so and so because you're not drinking anymore. You Absolutely. know, you, you are involved in life. My life's more exciting than it was ever was I, when I was. Drinking. I agree. I'm the same. I'm the same. Although I have got slightly more accepting with myself. If I don't want to go to stuff, I'm more like I'm not going to go. Whereas before, I used to go to everything because yeah, I was worried that I'd miss out on something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now yeah. I'm a bit more selective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, I can, I can, I, I can, I completely agree with you. Um, but you know, as I said, that 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 joy that I get out of connection with people, yeah, conversation, knowing what I said, yeah, and not worrying. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh my god, and my yeah. kids not telling, saying to me, "Mum, we told you that last night." Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it, as. Uh, <laughs> So I, I now know what what I'm doing. I can drive home. Yeah. Um, I can wake up the next day and have a you know have a really fulfilling day as opposed to you know wiping yourself out for a week. That's it. You know recovery, getting home, all that sort of stuff. Now you know I can go out and really enjoy the company I'm in and the event that I'm at. Really enjoy music. Really amazing music the footy I've been to yeah. yeah so you know you're not clouded by stuff that's anymore. it and the other thing is food too like everyone gets and I used to be a real snob about like food and drink and now I'm like well if I'm eating and my taste buds like I can actually taste the food it's really nice too it, like makes food like 10 times to look more delicious as well because you can actually <sighs> taste it you know you're not numb if the mouth <laughs> Emma, it's really embarrassing to say this, and I, I hope I don't sound like a wanker, but I, um, I've been very lucky where I've got to eat in some of the best yeah. restaurants in the world. Yes. I can't remember it. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember exactly. it because, I, because of the alcohol. Yeah. Now um, I'm, able, I'm able to remember it, I'm able to enjoy it, yeah. and I'm actually able to enjoy it because of the company that I'm with. Yes, exactly. That's the one thing that I keep coming back to for me. It really is that connection with other people yeah. um, as opposed to look at me, look at what I'm doing, how unreal am That's I, it. you know, that, that ego has been nullified to yeah. a point. I've still got it, you know, as yeah. I said earlier, but I things like that in <laughs> check now um, yeah. through, through just being happy with who mm -hmm. I am. Because you know, one of the main drivers for me was fear of everything um, and being really unhappy with me. Yeah that I wasn't enough yes. and today, you know, today I can say that I am enough that, and that I have enough. That's beautiful. Thank you, man. Know, which is, you know, that, that's a really great gift for me of recovery and sobriety. It's a huge thing because it's almost, I, every human I speak to, myself included, mine was I am unacceptable. That was my mm. sort of core belief that I had. And most human beings seem to grow up be, because of our world, our conditioning, whatever. With, this, with these beliefs and then we spend the rest of our lives kind of living them out, if that makes sense, trying to like Absolutely. make ourselves acceptable, make ourselves lovable, make ourselves worthwhile. And, and yet, you know, and, and, and so almost for me that the journey that you've been on, the journey that I've been on is it's that healing of that, you know, that incorrect belief that there is something intrinsically wrong or bad about us as human beings and finding out that actually that's not true you know yeah absolutely and i think that's where those maladaptive behaviors come from yeah 
you know, uh, um, whether it be um, self-validation self through sex yeah. or um, drinking, yeah. you know, drinking an alcohol to yeah. numb, um, you know, um, gambling, um, you know, buying shit you don't need, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, getting your wants confused with your needs. Yeah, that's um, You know, I need... X. Well, you don't really need X. You know, you need shelter, you need food, you need clean water, you need, yeah. you know, you need love and acceptance. Yeah. Um, you don't need a new yeah. car. You don't. No. So, you know, for me, it's been about accepting that. Yeah. And that, you know, and, and I'm actually a lot happier in my in myself now that yeah. I can see what that my needs are fulfilled. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. You know, I'm very lucky living in Australia. My needs are fulfilled as a human being. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, most of my wants are fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. Most of my wants are fulfilled. Yes. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm very lucky and, and so grateful that, you know, I was lucky enough to find recovery and have, have people around me. Yes. Who are, you know, as I've spoken about, courageous um, and, and very thoughtful in, um, in helping me. Yeah. Well, I'm just terrifically grateful that you are doing what you're doing and you're it just making such a lovely safe space for all of us to exist with our you know it with pub with no booze for all of us to sort of be especially for people who've not done it before you know take that step into a pub in a safe environment have a bit of fun have some nice food meet some nice people get to try lots of different drinks what a wonderful opportunity so thank you anthony for um for, for creating that wonderful environment for us. We, I, I know I for, sh for sure I'm going to be there. Very excited to be there as well. Thank you very much, Emma. No worries. And um, Anthony, will you tell people where they can um, get the tickets from? Yep, yep. So if you go to our website, which yep. is www. I don't even know if it's got to say www. I do it but at www. every time. Yeah. I think it might be my age. I'm 50 and I do it every time and everyone's like, you don't need to do that, Emma. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. All right, but we'll right, do I'm going to be up with the up with the young crew. Uh, Publicmobooze.com.au, um, and you can you can get them there. It's just on the on the home page there. Um, it's fifty bucks a ticket with um, plus booking fee, and that's all your tasting and food for the day. As I said, Wilco's coming to do that, you know, and um, you know, and, a, and you get a, a beverage of your choice on arrival. We'll also, you know, we're not just stripping the booze out and stacking the fridges full of um, non-alcoholic stuff for show. It's all for sale. So, uh, you know, there'll be products from all the, all the suppliers there that you can um, then sidle up to the bar and, and relive some of your, your, your old memories maybe um, while having a non-alcoholic drink. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. I'm remembering what you did the, night, the next day. <laughs> I, that is one of, the, one of God's great gifts, I think. <laughs> I can now remember what I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely it was lovely to talk to you thanks so much for coming on anthony and i'll make this into a poddy we'll pop it out next week and then um, we'll put all the links and everything in there as well so thank thanks you very much, Emma. take thank care you. have a nice have a rest of day. your day I yeah will. you too thank bye, you. bye. <laughs>
If you want to help me grow the podcast, please review the episodes for me on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. If you would like to work further with me, please go to my website, www.hoperisingcoaching.com for my free and paid programs or email me at emma at hoperisingcoaching.com. Sending a massive cuddle to you and yours from me and mine. And remember to keep choosing you. Thank you.